Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Now, listen, they want me to say hello, welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show, which you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen, see what you think. Andrew Bridgen, Conservative Member of Parliament for North West Leicestershire. Why is the EU being so difficult about these trade talks, or did you expect it? Oh, I think we all expected it, um... The EU is still a bit sore that we've left the European Union, that we voted to leave. Um, and we, all we're doing is laying out our consistent uh, mm. messages in regards to how we see the negotiations going. We want a free trade agreement, the same as they've had with Canada, uh, Japan, South Korea. And the EU really want us to have left the European Union but remain under their, under their rules. They, want, uh, they still actually want... Uh, us to take their rules and to be under the jurisdiction of the European Court of Justice for the implementation of any agreement. That's not the agreement they've done with other sovereign nations. And I think the government have just laid out again, before negotiations start on on Monday, uh, the position that we are a mm. sovereign nation now and we want to be treated as such. I mean, why start off with saying that they would like to re retain their um, access to British fishing uh, waters? I mean, they knew that was going to be uh, a completely no-no from the beginning, didn't they? Um, it's a, it is a totemic uh, issue. It's not a big part of our economy, but it is hugely totemic in the minds of British people. Mm. We gave up those fishing grounds, uh, gave access to the European Union, um, when we joined the, joined the EU or the common markets, it was then sold to us. And obviously we should be leaving with control of our own fishing grounds. It may be that until our own fishing fleet can expand to utilise all those uh, uh, available fishing grounds, that we issue licences to allow some of our European partners to fish them in the meantime. But that's a matter for us to decide uh, as a sovereign nation with control of, our, of who fishes in our sovereign waters. And will we charge them for that? Hmm. Yes, we yeah, would be on that. Yeah. I mean, are we, are, we, are we angling ourselves, as some people are saying, uh, just not to get a deal, or are we actually hoping that there will be a deal and that we will be able to do something about it? Oh, we want a deal, uh, and I think most people in the EU want a deal. I think what you've got to understand is in the timescales that are available, uh, which is <clears throat> 10 months, until we're leaving. We will not be extending uh, our negotiation period beyond the 31st of December. That's been reiterated. 
<clears throat> but given the given the way the bureaucratic way in which the EU has to work, representing mm. the interests of 27 states, it's very clear to me that we're going to either get a zero tariff, zero quota, complete free trade deal, or effectively we're going to have no deal because. In the timescales that are available, given the nature of the EU's negotiations, I'm having to, if we will not have the time to go through all the products we import and export with the EU uh, and, and set tariffs to every single one, because the 27 countries of the EU will have completely conflicting interests. Germany won't want any tariffs on cars, uh, Greece won't want any tariffs on olive oil. Mm-hmm. Um, and there isn't time to do any of that. So it is very high stakes. Um, so it's clear to me that we'll either have everything uh, completely tariff-free and quota-free trade, which is what we desire, or we'll have effectively a WTO no deal. Mm. And I think that's clear that we've set out we want a super Canada deal or we'll accept an Australia-type deal. An Australia-type deal is basically WTO with with a few little deals tacked on to, mm. to smooth things out. That's all we've got time for. There is, there's no middle ground in any of this. There's not going to be, well, we're going to have tariffs on on cheese, but we're not having it on cars or the other way around. There why can't it... Sorry, um, Andrew, why can't it be left just as it is? Well, that's what we're offering. We're offering yeah. quota and tariff-free trade. And why don't uh, they just say yes? Because what they really want is for us to still be under EU laws, although we, yeah. we voted to leave and we want to take back control. We, we're not taking back control to be a sovereign nation and to say, actually, what we're going to do, we're going to accept all your regulations now and any you bring in the future and have no say over those and let the European Court of Justice be the arbiter of whether you say we've broken any of the treaty agreements. No one else would accept that. Canada didn't accept it. Japan didn't accept it. Uh, neither did South Korea. No sovereign nation mm. ever would uh, accept that. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Let's talk to Peter Egan. We talked to Peter the other day. Uh, Favourite actor and animal rights activist. Peter, good evening to you. Hi, James. How are you? I'm very good. Um, Jersey feral chickens. Did you yeah. see this? It's such a ridiculous story. It's absurd and it's horrible, I think. And... Um, I mean, is it true that they've um, they, they sent a marks person yeah. or persons out at well, night with torches to shoot them? It's woof, woof, woof. It's, um, it, it, it's in the paper, Peter. It must mm. be true, mustn't it? Well, I sure it must be true. Um, <laughs> I mean, feral chickens, <laughs> it's quite threatening anyway, isn't it? It'll certainly put you off visiting Jersey. It's uh, mm. got lots of feral chickens. There. I mean, they've got a very angry-looking one who looks actually quite magnificent. I, I used to keep chickens, and uh, I like them a lot. They're wonderful. Yeah. They're absolutely fantastic. I mean, again, I mean, is it? I understand that these were pets that have been yeah. kind of dumped. Is that right? Well, I, I, they sort of got out and got started out, yeah. breeding, and then they've started, you know. But there's probably foxes out there that will naturally. Uh, maybe there are no foxes on Jersey. Maybe, maybe not. Know. Yeah. Are there foxes on Jersey? Or I don't know. Actually, that's well, a good point. Oh, Sorry? no, no, there, apparently there isn't. There are no foxes on Jersey, and that's oh. why they keep breeding. We've got to drop a couple of foxes off, then. Yeah, well, I mean, you could do that, <laughs> or you could actually live quite comfortably, because chickens don't do much harm um, to human beings. Obviously, the people on Jersey are 
quite timid human beings. Uh, they seem to be um, <laughs> frightened, <laughs> frightened of feral chickens, yeah. and they also seem to um, be disturbed by a cockerel waking yes. in the morning. Was, um, oh, they are very noisy, aren't they? They are. I, I, I keep my windows open because I love to hear birdsong in the morning. Mm. There's nothing nicer. I mean, if you don't, or get earplugs if you don't yeah. like that kind. But of that's thing. not birdsong. A cockerel is. It? I mean, that's I like. like it. I, I, I mean, cockerels yeah. do a bit of cockadoodle and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But that's rather yeah. wonderful. I like yeah. it. I mean, if you don't want the cockerel to make that noise, you put yeah. them in a smaller shed. But why do they, they only know one song? Why don't they do anything else apart from well, that? If one? you sit and listen to it for a while, there oh. are lots of oh, of nuances yeah. in the yeah. cockadoodle doo. Yeah. Yeah, of course if, you don't, if you don't like it, um, th then uh, you could put earplugs in or you could <clears throat> live in a city. Um, yeah. Do they have cities on Jersey? No. No, not well. There's no. um, uh, St. Helier, isn't there? Yeah, St. Helier. Windows. I mean, it seems to me, you know, as you know, James, I am an, uh, an ardent animal advocate and lover. Mm. And um, so these are, uh, I think whenever we encounter an animal problem. It's not a problem created by animals, it's a problem created by humans. And the, the answer to it is always kill the animal. Yeah. And I think that's yeah. the most uh, stupid and inhumane way of dealing with any problem, it's particularly when we live in a society where the answer to most problems seems to be violence in our inner cities anyway. Um, but certainly it, it seems to be the answer in uh, rural communities. Uh, it's, it's just such a negative and depressing um, answer to anything. And it also, I think it makes, what are, are native peoples, or people of Jersey called Jerseyans or something? Uh, if they're not, they should be, actually. Be, yeah, I think, be, yeah. or, or, or little willy jumpers. Um, I mean, it, it just makes them look so stupid, don't mm. you think? Uh, well, I do. I think we yeah. should actually, we should try and get the, um, who's the boss of Jersey? Bergerac. Jim, Jim, Jim Bergerac. <laughs> no, I don't think, uh, I don't think he's got much to say about it, really. Um, no. but we, it, we could get a private cockadoodle-loo in that way. <laughs> no, but James was saying, if, if they get enough of them, they will gang up on people mm. that are, you know, they can actually attack people if there's enough like, of them. Like the Walking Dead or local. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they, I think the story is that if you were to fall over, in uh, in a chicken coop and uh, knock yourself out and lie there for which long you've enough. done, haven't you? Yeah, not in a chicken coop. No, but uh, and they would um, they would probably finish you off. Well, you'd be asphyxiated if it was one of those industrialised ones by the ammonia, anyway, wouldn't you? Well, yes, yeah. but I was thinking yeah. more of an outdoor one yeah. <clears throat> where they probably just eat you. Well, it, it would take an awful long time to get through your skin, James. Oh, that's a good point, isn't it? They got sharp peckers. Haven't they? Like, yeah. Well, a lot of I, I a lot of. I don't think most chickens. I think they they prefer to fiddle around in the dirt, mm, yeah. sort of grains and stuff. Rather and than. I think a lot of chickens have their beaks docked as, as they well. do, don't they? Yeah. 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 Well, if they're feral, they might not have done. But I just, yeah, I mean, sure. it is crazy, isn't it? I mean, it is such an indictment of of strong humanity that all they can do, they, well, we have a feral chicken problem, let's go out at night with a torch and a gun and shoot them. And, uh, and any, anyone on Jersey who endorses that kind of ludicrous behaviour is such a stupid, I think, ninny of a human being. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Tony uh, Devonish is a Conservative London Assembly member for Hammersmith and Fulham and Kensington and Chelsea and West Mill. He's got it all, hasn't he? He's got the whole lot. He'll be over the moon. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Tony, good evening. 
Good evening, gentlemen. What on earth is this? Wanting to now have another think about this should have been done years ago. It's ridiculous. Well, the reality is these huge infrastructure projects do need to happen when they're the right project. But I think we all know that projects have to, A, stack up economically, and B, have the consent of the population. And this project doesn't have either. And then today, the, a huge group of people have got together, including London councils, the mayor of London and many others, to stop it. And it isn't meeting the requirements of the climate emergency either. What climate emergency? Remind me about the climate emergency, Tony. What's going on? Well, you know, the reality is, I think there is mainly a cross-party consensus. We need to do more about our environment. Yeah, so what are you going to do? Hang hang on, hang on, I'll ask the questions. So if we're going to do more about the environment, getting getting rid of the proposed third runway, which would actually, I think, improve the environment, because you get the aircraft out of the sky much quicker and there'll be less pollution... Um, How is this going to improve the environment? Well, I think if that was the argument uh, that actually made sense, it would have won the court case today, and it clearly hasn't, because the reality is Heathrow does not need a third runway. What we need (laughs) is a regional (laughs) airport strategy across this country. We need to expand Gatwick and many other airports, I would argue. Listen, the fact is that people want to come to Heathrow. They don't want to go anywhere else. The reality is I'm not sure people would go to Heathrow if you put all the additional charges on the the, the airport users that you would do if you built this runway. Heathrow aren't a charity. They're not building this third runway uh, for the benefit of mankind. Of course they're not a charity. They are building it because they believe they can make a large buck. They can make a large buck by pushing the costs onto the taxpayer. There's over £20 billion of infrastructure that would have to be improved in terms of transport. Are you sure you're a Conservative? I'm very much a Conservative. This I think is, you're Labour. I think you're a socialist uh, under is, the... I, I think gonna, you are. Well, most people most, most people would laugh about that because I'm quite well known to be a Conservative. But this actually is almost a cross-party. This is one of the few issues where virtually all Lib Dems, all Tories, all Labour... And all, and all of all you Greens are wrong. Agree. You are all well, totally that, wrong. That is your view. But, you know, the reality is this has been going on for years. I think yeah. what most people would agree is Heathrow Limited have done an appalling job at putting their case together and selling it to either stakeholders or the British public. And I can assure oh, you... And you know much more about West this London. than the people who run Heathrow Airport, do you? You're much cleverer than I, the people I, who put that together. How did you I become would, so clever, Tony? I wouldn't put it that way. I would say that I've lived in my residence, and I can assure you, if oh. I take you to any public meeting across the whole of West London, not just my... Do you know, place, I don't care about West would, London. Well, I'm talking about the whole you're, country, you're and people... the reality is... Oh, <laughs> you, can, you can say what you want, sir. The reality is there is no case. You've made him for cough. A third now. runway. He's made me cough. Made cough. Yeah. But I mean, if it's a climate change argument, climate emergency, that's why they can't have the runway. Why, do, why should they be able to have a runway in other airports? How can that work out? Because then it's not in his backyard. Yeah, but it's still that's then it's the the a climate is. emergency. So how can we have a runway in the other regional no, no, airport? No, no, they're not interested in the look, climate, they're interested in their own backyards. That's we all they're interested, interested in. We are sense. interested in taking London and the country with us. This policy. I don't think you can care less about the country. Many, many years. Well, I. We, we do try anyway. I no, I don't think you do. I think, I think you really uh, only care well, about London well, and about actually, your this, patch this is, in London. This is a great day for democracy. The reality is people in London have been listened to. This is a widespread 
completely non-party political view. Virtually everybody, from the Mayor of London, who is Labour, to myself, the Greens, the Liberals, all think this is a great day. We've got to I stop I think it's ridiculous. Road. And the government well, do as well. They're not challenging it. No, no. But I think it's ridiculous. I think well, it's ridiculous. You're just scared. The as well. I'm delighted the Transport Secretary has tweeted out, as he has today, to say yeah. they're not going to appeal this decision. Yes, this is a great day for London, and then we can get back to looking about what we need to do to actually ensure that we have the right airport strategy. But for we this can't country. build more runways. You've said it's a climate emergency. We couldn't build another road. It doesn't matter if Heathrow or anywhere. No, no this decision is solely about Heathrow. No, but the climate emergency doesn't matter the runway where well, it is. Ash, he won't no, no, understand no, no. you. He's a, he's a politician. He won't understand. Make sense. Doesn't make sense. He's insulted yeah. me by calling me a shock jock. I think I've had enough of him, to be honest. This is well, the most ridiculously nice stupid thing, anyway. Tony. The most stupid thing. This is putting the city of London, the, 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 the thing that would make London even more successful, back and probably no, cutting it off. Is, it's ridiculous. I'm afraid that, that is not an argument that actually holds water. And the reality is <laughs> we will now have a better airport policy, cross-party. Not many things I agree with mostly our parties on, but this is one of them. And it's a great day for British democracy. So. No, it won't. It'll just carry on arguing about it forever. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's been going 50 years, And it? wasting money, wasting public money. Half a century. On, as long no, as no, the no, only money's coming from there. It's money, gentlemen, at the moment. It'll be public money if they got their subsidy and it goes through. At the moment, these costs are on a private company. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. So many complaints have been coming in recently about your bad manners, your bad <laughs> timekeeping, your yeah, bad mate, dress yeah. sense. People it's like just, that. They like that bit of attitude. Playing on Sunday in the Caribou Cup. Who is you? Villa of Man City. Oh, yeah. I thought you were yeah, talking about you. Lose, but yeah. So that's all you wanted to talk about? That's it. Yeah, I've had yeah. my say. Ah, the Pirates of the Caribbean. Ah, Jim Lardies. Actually, they do say if you lay passed out low on the floor, there were enough chickens, they would eat you. Really? Not you, because you'd be sort of be a little bit tasteless. I mean, it's very easy to avoid a chicken. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. just keep Cross out of the road. way. We did have a cockerel called Punch. His call sounded, I remember now, sounded like, I can't do it now. But That's it's... the way you do it. When you get to your twilight years, you need to remember the people, your rocks around you. He's been in his twilight years for the last decade. I'm sorry about this, Andy. He's slightly... Uh, this is not how I was expecting it to go. I'm seething about that Pratt calling me a, a shock jock. I'm absolutely seething about that. Mm. The truth hurts. That was uh, the clips for today. The worst of Whale. Or sorry, sorry. The best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.